Today's episode of Breaking Form contains discussions of suicide and self-harm. Viewer discretion advised. Welcome to Breaking Form, a podcast of poetry and culture. I'm Aaron Smith. And I am James Allen Hall. For those uh, listening for the first time, uh, we do this show in segments. We do literary games. We revisit books that we love. We gossip. We do. We interview. We shade. We laugh. And we are not for everyone. Hey, James. Hey, Aaron. We got word that Carl Phillips doesn't hate me. <laughs> well, I don't like a scale of one to ten. He only hates you like a three. <laughs> well, as as I knew and you knew, he's like, I don't know, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> but he was it was a lovely. It wasn't like mean. And then he said he'd been reading me for years. And even if he hasn't, I want to believe him. So. Uh- I don't, I have to tell you, I think Carl Phillips, I, I mean, maybe I, I don't know Carl that well, but like, I feel like he's got zero fucks to give in yeah. his life. I, I feel like he's pretty honest. We went and saw him read at we church. At church. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. It was him and Richie Hoffman and they read wonderfully, but it was very churchy. Well, it was like Buddhist churchy. It's still churchy. <laughs> Is that really? Immediately, I just turned it all. I just like ignored that part. Yeah. But as soon as there was a, a bell ringing, you were like, as, fuck you. As soon as there's like something people are supposed to say together, I'm out. Mm. And then I had no idea there was such a thing as like um, um, Zoom reading spoilers. James got mad at this woman who will call Donna because that was her name. <laughs> Donna, who like wrote like predicted Carl's line, like, and here comes the wings. And James is like, I hate spoilers. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's, I mean, I just, yeah, I just couldn't with that. Like, and here comes the wings. I was like, <laughs> oh, don't stop. Just let like, it, just pay attention to the, just be in the moment. It's like fucking Donna. Also though, you, you've been to many readings over the last like pandemic, over the I last go. pandemic. Well, <laughs> I yes, I definitely go to Zoom readings, but since we started a podcast, I've just had so much more renewed energy for poetry. And I go to at least two Zoom readings a week. We both went to Lynn Melnick's launch of Refusenik, and we love that. Was Lynn. Awesome. We're, we're always going to celebrate Lynn because she's been so vocally wonderful about breaking form. And then I went to Carl's with you and Richie's and, but you saw Carl read the night before. And the thing though, that you told me that I hated that I didn't get to be a part of is that Carl spilled some tea of which you have had a sip. (laughs) This is what you want to talk about tonight. Mm, This is it. This is all, this is why I made time after a long day of school stuff and submissions and teaching, because I wanted to talk about this story. (laughs) Wow. So so what did you hear? What was the story that, that Carl spilled that resonated with the breaking form gals? So he started, he, introduced this poem that he read all the love you've got is the name of the poem um, by saying that he was going to read a poem that was once banned. Mm. And then he read the poem and um, someone put in the chat, 
uh, this was such a lovely poem and band question mark, question mark, question mark. So the reading went on and then the moderator, you know, was asking some questions and she said, oh, and, you know, someone wanted to know if you'd say more about the band poem. And I, I mean, I actually didn't think the tea was going to get spilled, mm-hmm. but the tea got spilled. Tell me, I'll hand you a paper so, towel and you can soak it right up. I want to know. Was, I mean, get a brawny girl. Mm-hmm, um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he said um, that the Academy of American Poets has this program called Poem a Day and a guest editor who, you know, curates the series and a guest editor asked for some poems and, and accepted this poem. And then months later, six, seven, eight months later, someone from the Academy deemed the poem unacceptable to print mm. in, in Poem a Day. You may or may not have a similar story. I don't know. You'll have to keep I, listening. I mean, yeah. So this is the thing, right? So they um, they asked for other poems. He g- gave them another poem. They printed another poem. And he said um, to them, I will give you another poem. You can print another poem, but I will always introduce this poem. I will read this poem and say it was banned by the Academy of American Poets. Did they tell him why they were banning it? He didn't say. Okay. Right. Um, I think that the assumption there's the word um, fucking in the poem and uh, the speaker come, you know, is walking through um, like forest into a beach area and sees. um, And this is um, the language um, beside the river. Two men are fucking young men, almost too young to even know about fucking. Yeah, and so maybe it's, I Carl sort of, um, you know, theorized that it was either like the word fucking or that it was fucking or that it was gay fucking or that it was mm. like maybe like the idea that these people were young, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was that was sort of the tea mm-hmm. of that. Um, and I he was very candid. And yeah, I've not been around him, but like the one little reading, it was like he starts out with trying on his first harness. I'm like, okay, love you. Like, I <laughs> love he your cracks poems. Now. Me up. <laughs> love your poems. And now I love you. I it was a delightful, candid, Frank. Mm-hmm. And I was really glad he said it because it, it does resonate with me. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing happened to me, except <laughs> the poem that they said they'd take the replacement poem that they said they'd take has never appeared and no one has ever gotten back to me about it. So (laughs) any day now that's only been since 2019 or something has the band poem though, found a permanent home on the Academy website. Like Carl's has, it has not. No. Oh, okay. So it's not there. Okay. So wonder what that's about. What could we, what could, what could we surmise? Hmm. Maybe it's easier. Maybe James didn't have a podcast whenever this happened. (laughs) Well, James wasn't a previous (laughs) chancellor of the Academy. Uh, mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm, I in no way do I think Carl uh, I'm like Carl Phillips, right? I wish. No, but I'm also talking a little bit about power dynamics, how perhaps the fact that you're not like Carl Phillips and it makes you start to wonder in institutions 
other people who mm-hmm. don't have voice. And I yeah. do think I've Agreed. often I've often said this that I don't think people will critique the power structures in their own communities because they could lose fun- funding and prize. You and I will never be in Poma Day again. I've been there like twice. So I don't care. <laughs> like, I already have that credit check. Um, or someone uh-huh. we know will ask for poems and they'll be like, no, we can't do it. But my bigger thing is if that happened with Carl, then why wasn't mm-hmm. something put in place where you say, hey, per our guidelines, we reach a general audience. So we need you know poems that like a fourth grader could read. So I have zero problem if you are clear up front, but to take a poem. Yeah, sure. And now I, I can only just point out fact. I'm not going to say anything, but it's like, hmm, one gay man, two gay man. Hmm. Again, I'm not saying that is why. I'm just saying that is something. Well, you know, God forbid your organization even appear to be homophobic. Yeah. You know, so perhaps that's not. Maybe your poem was dealing with what? You didn't say the word fucking, did you? No, no, no. It has no um, sexual content in it at all. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, what if there is, it says something about how um in reading creative writing from students you know young writers oftentimes when they write about gay people they either die from you know a, a homophobic violent act uh or or from aids and i i don't blame you know the the emerging writer who does that right i mm-hmm. it's in the culture and that's what the mm-hmm. poem's about of self-harm and a history of of mm-hmm. gay men i know who have all either thought very seriously um or had or have attempted mm-hmm. um you know that kind of self-harm so yeah um and, and didn't you have a phone call? Didn't you have a phone call? I did. You? Not with the quiet. The, the person who requested the poem was nowhere to be found, right? It was just you and the people from the organization. I also think they didn't publish my poem online because it's not as good as Carl's. Like, I'm I'm totally fine saying that. Well, I but I true. also would could easily draw that you're also not as famous. So it's easier. And that that's why I, really I don't know, girl, I have fucked a lot of people. <laughs> well, in some circles and so, yeah, in some circle jerks, I'm really well, there's quite, a Reddit quite thread where your poems are just happening. Yeah. There's a Reddit <laughs> hole that I am but, in, but no, I just feel like he has the ability to command more in 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 the situation and i sure. feel like you not maybe that having, yeah you not having that does make me worry about other writers who you know you you edit a journal you're a professor you have two books a third one coming i think about people with absolutely sort of you know no reputation who are building and, and who are working. just coming out yeah coming yeah. up and mm-hmm. and and you and if it is about that issue you're like huh what's it make you feel instead all it would take is Hey, editor. Hey, guest editor. When you solicit someone, please know that they can't swear. They can't say these words and it can't deal with this. It can't deal with self-harm. And that would be the end of it. Every journal, every publication has a mission and it has uh, mm-hmm. an aesthetic vision. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you the whole look. I just mm-hmm. need. So, I yeah. So, yeah. They, so eight months after the poem was accepted provisionally by the guest editor. Eight months in case you're keeping track at home. Yeah. <laughs> I, not that anyone was counting. Um, 
So the poem was slated for an October month, right? So an October mm-hmm. uh, poem a day. And it was August. It was second, third week of August, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I had to count back and it was December, November that they had provision that the guest editor had said, I want to, I'd like this poem. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't been sending it out. Um, and yeah, so I, you know, he asked for other poems and I freaked out. I, honestly, I thought this is, I know what this feels like to be like not clean enough for mm-hmm. public consumption is yep. something that queer people live with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through it at the reading series at a private high school in Maine. I mean, that's we right. had a lot of negotiating and it, it was, it was strange. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. And so, yeah, I sent, sent, uh, you know, a batch of other poems and he was like, Oh, I like this one. And I said, well, man, if you, if they had problems with the other one, you're there's no way you're going to get that one by them mm-hmm. too. Like clearly this editor sort of liked risky work. Yeah. Um. So then, um, then some other people got involved. <laughs> oh, we're going to tell that part. Well, anyways, people got involved and then there was a meeting with the folks there is an the email Academy. exchange that may or may not have involved me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which was accidental. I got somehow copied into it. I did not write the people directly. I wrote a friend who then copied me into the person in charge. And then it became an email exchange, which irritated me more, which resulted in a poem called Shallow that's published in the journal Allium. Oh, <laughs> There you go. Uh, so, well, anyway, so then I had a conversation with the director of the Academy of American Poets, the, um, the executive director, and the, I, I, I'm not going to remember the guy's title, but he was basically the sort of digital content director who was responsible for Poma Day. Do you think he flagged it or do you think it all I, sort of went above? I honestly don't think that. It, I don't think that this fell into Jen Benka's purview. I really mm-hmm. didn't. I, mm-hmm. you know, I think this yeah. was, I, I, you know, being a director of a literary center, which is way smaller than the Academy mm-hmm. of American Poets. I think this probably was not her purview. I think it was the digital content director. Did she, did she unfollow you on Twitter? No, that was you. Oh, allegedly. Well, <laughs> now, allegedly. Now I, <laughs> we had a, we had a conversation I found her lovely. She apologized to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, and they said, took they took your poem. They did not take my poem. Oh, she said, oh, "Okay, I'm sorry." She directed the guy to like you know get in touch with me about this, mm-hmm. and he he never did. Did she follow up? No. Did the guest editor who solicited my poem mm-hmm. and then like no, he ghosted too. And I you know I think I probably. For a while, I was. I thought it was. I was. I mean, I have difficulty like confronting this, but like, he's a fine poet. I think he got into a situation that felt politically charged, and mm-hmm. he ghosted. Yeah, and I felt I felt abandoned, mm-hmm. and I felt like his straight allyship in that moment could have could have been really useful to me, but like even afterwards, just to check in and be like, that was really fucked up. I'm really sorry that happened. Nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. You know, I just, I just feel like even if he would have been on the call and would have been like, Hey, you know, this is my bad. I didn't know. Or, 
hey, you all didn't give me clear guidelines. Now I'm in a bad position. We, none of us communicated well. And James is the one who had to pay for this at the end. He never got a, any poem taken. No one followed up. It's for me. I know that you have right in this beef, like that she unfollowed you, that she treated you really poorly, I think. Well, I feel like if you are the executive director of an organization mm-hmm. and someone writes you now i'm not a member so maybe i don't deserve any in any you know i'm um, not a member either yeah maybe i don't deserve any sort of um but you're a poet yeah and and they serve poets and i had written someone who was a chancellor and a friend and said what's going on with this and they copied me in a note to her because i think they didn't imagine that she would i don't know what they imagined but somehow next thing i knew I'm like in the middle of your thing and I was just trying to find out information on the side. So I wrote an email saying, I really thought that you were sort of, they were pandering to sort of like the lowest common denominator. And, you know, I, but I think I said, (laughs) if that's like your money maker, maybe I didn't say it quite like that. I have the email. If if push comes to shove, I can call the email out. Um, But I just felt like I didn't care about any of it. Obviously, you know, she's like, I can't, you know, I won't talk about, I can't talk about editorial stuff. It's very shut down with me. Shut down, shut down. Fine. You don't owe me an explanation. You know, I'm glad they handled it with you, but I did feel like there should be editorial guidelines. And I, and at this point, I don't know if there are editorial guidelines, but I will say I looked at my Twitter before this started because I had a feeling things were going to get petty. And then sure enough, it got petty. <laughs> I was unfollowed. So don't tell me, because you know what I actually did too. I wrote and apologized. I said, you know what? I shouldn't have gotten involved. It just seemed weird. Accepted my apology. But then, oh, guess what? You know, so you can't help but feel that you're still like paying some kind of like price for something when you were just literally trying to advocate for your friend and what your friend's work represents and, and what it represents to us as, as queer poets. Yeah. And I, you're saying that her, her, her account unfollowed you. Yes. Yes. Her personal, not the Academy of American. I don't think they've ever followed me. And then I'm not on Twitter anymore. I don't, I don't care. I don't know that they have the Academy has its own Twitter, but I would like the record to show that I did apologize. I don't know if I meant it though. I'm really serious. I think I did it to make peace because I'm trying to make more peace. So I guess I did mean it. I guess I meant it in the sense of like, let's be peaceful. But then I feel like that stuff always fucks me back up the butt. So I'm just because we're just going to talk about it. Well, and in in the conversation (laughs) that that she and I and the digital guy had, um, I did say, well, so the guest editor has taken a poem you know, a replacement poem. I sent three um, and, you know, he identified one as a replacement and then a sort of runner up from that. So they really kind of had like two options to choose from. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and she said, Oh, we'll follow up. And he said, yeah, I'll, I'll you'll hear something from me. And I've never heard mm-hmm. from him. And I checked girl, I checked my junk mail. I mm-hmm. am. Of course. Uh, I know. Of course. I mean, it has a wide reach. It's nice to have your work go out to so many people. I mean, that's a really lovely thing Absolutely. to have. And I, you know, I still support and read poem a day. I, I, I really like it. You know, there was a Marie Howe poem the other day. I really, I, I thought was really incredible. And you forward me the good ones. <laughs> I do because I know you, I know that it's burned you and you can't read them anymore. Well, 
or maybe they were just so shitty before that. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> but I feel like for me, I think I'm just too medicated to really care. <laughs> like I've really been trying to think if I'm too medicated to like have a normal response to like triggers because I may not care, but I, I just need a different relationship to all of it. And yeah. I think that's even part of why we started this podcast. I just, I don't care. Like I wish her piece, them piece, all of it piece. I, I did write a poem about it. Um, I decided not to publish the poem in my book, not because I have any fucks to give about what it is. Right. Means. Sure. It's a, it's a book. It of, just didn't fit. Well, it's a book about my mom and my childhood. And I just did not want to be in conversation with that world. I feel like I've been having that conversation in my book mm -hmm. since the first one. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. I want this to be this thing. So I feel really like just sort of separate from, from that. And I'm happy if my friends get a poem and they're great. I don't, you know, I don't know if I ever will again. I mean, someone could ask me that edits and they would probably <laughs> be discouraged, but I don't have any need to tell people not to participate. I don't, you know, I have friends who get elected to the chancellor. I, I just don't care. I think in a really big sense, I don't care. When, when Carl told that story, mm -hmm. And when I talked about this with you, mm -hmm. I was able to release the resentment. I had resentment. I think that's the right word for it. Was it when Carl said it? It was like the final, like, like it just, you know, whenever as a person who lives at the margins, whenever something happens to you bad, right? You, mm -hmm. you sort of, like go to that it's because i'm gay it's because mm -hmm. i write dirty it's because well, sometimes I'm, it is sometimes it is well so many times it is yeah. right mm -hmm. and um and then the next thought the very next thought is you're crazy mm -hmm. this is you deserve this right yeah. like and then to so to have it sort of confirmed that experience confirmed by another person loosed the knot of resentment inside me and I was, I was able to let it go. Well, did you also feel, I feel like we use, we use the word gaslit like for everything now, but it, it seems a little gaslighting. Like, wait a minute, maybe that didn't happen. Like maybe it was something else. And then when he says it, you're like, oh, that happened to me too. And that happened to him and it's true right. and it's real. And like, right. oh yeah, that's totally it. And listen, after that, after I had the conversation on the phone, um, I felt ungaslit i felt hurt i felt like you know this was an unfortunate sort of perfect storm mm -hmm. and i was ready to let it all go and then never hearing from that person mm -hmm. again and never hearing from the guest editor yeah just to check in i yeah. just felt like um yeah james doesn't matter at all like his poems suck fuck him mm -hmm. you know it just like mm -hmm. really it put me in a bad bad place well i feel like you almost wonder too is this like one of the the moments for like sort of the the discussion of the hour maybe they could include trigger warnings on their on their poem a day well this was so their point was that studies show when um news outlets report about completed suicide especially like celebrities mm -hmm. we were right, it was right around when kate spade's mm -hmm. death was mm -hmm. Was and fresh. Anthony Bourdain was right before. And Anthony yeah. Bourdain right before yeah. that that 
causes an uptick Mm -hmm. in other attempts and completed suicides. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think I, I take that point fine. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I also, you know, counter with the fact that like queer youth complete suicide at a rate that's three times their, their straight counterparts and need Mm -hmm. more queer literature and people talking about this stuff because it, it helps. It creates yeah. avenues, right? It creates yeah. realities. Yeah. So sure. I, I take their point. We see the point from mm-hmm. different perspectives. Mm-hmm. I think there's room for those voices, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But my, so my point isn't like, oh, you didn't publish my poem. I think you suck. My point is you told me that you'd get back to me yeah. and then you just never, ever said anything yeah. to me. Yeah. You just said, now you you're, you've gone away Mm-hmm. Screw you. I don't have to ever talk to you again. I felt like pissant, pissant. For me, I mean, there's a comedy to all this mm-hmm. now to me. But when I think about how I felt then, you know, it's not, it's not easy to feel or to have thoughts of self-harm. It's not, it's not easy. And, you know, I I was writing about friends and relatives, lovers, these are myself, right? Like the only way I stopped having suicidal ideation was to write about it. Mm -hmm. And the direct aftermath of this, the story we're talking about Mm -hmm. was a door shutting on that voice saying, I can talk about this. I can be okay with this. It was no go take your dark thoughts and you go back in that closet. That's what happened in the immediate aftermath. And I had to thank God at that point of my life, my mental health was strong enough to check it after a brief time. But two years before, three years before, when I was in that ideation, God knows what that would have done to me, Aaron. I mean, really, I'm not... uh, that's not on them. Maybe, maybe that's on me and my health, but like it, that's dangerous to do that. And then to ghost somebody, not even to ask, Hey, I mean, the poem's about like self-harm and then you ghost people. You don't even check in and say how, Hey, you know, maybe this didn't go so smoothly. Are you okay? Because even the person that you told wrote to you and said, Hey, I want to make sure James is okay. This is not my friend. This is not someone who, who I know very well, but like checked in via you on me. Nobody else in that situation besides you. Nobody else checked on me. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of self-harm or suicidal ideation, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at one 800 273 8255. Queer youth can also contact The Trevor Project at 1-866-488-7386. Please check the show notes for additional resources and links to the topics we discussed on today's show. And remember, you matter.